Okay, I'm back with another episode. Uh oh, oh, I got that from a kid from YouTube. Fuck you, YouTube, for taking away my sis' coins. But that's neither here nor there. I'm back, and I'm gonna be like, bitch, what? You only come back like once every seven months. You're still subscribed, which means you love me, and I love you too. So with that being said, go get what you need to get. Get you some papers, some pens, some tissues, because I am discussing my last thirty days of twenty six. Alright you guys, I am back and June 14th, I turned the wonderful 27. Granted, the only time I see them numbers again is when I turn 72, but that's neither here nor there. So, I wanted to come here and discuss before I turn 27 because I feel like once I turn 27, my publicly access to me is going to be very limited. Of course, I'm still have my brand, Venusia Honey. If you don't follow Venusia Honey, you should. If you don't know, I do sell t-shirts with like quirky stuff on it that I be saying. Uh, there's a shirt that says like black women don't owe you shit. And then there's a shirt that says, um, you know, throw a hex on the whole family in the A American Horror Story font. And there's a couple of stuff coming to the website, which pussy undefeated is on a hat because it's the truth. Anyone who says anything otherwise is a lie. And, um, yeah, um, I don't know how I'm going to talk for so long. I didn't grab anything to drink. So if I start to sound like a frog, y'all be with me. Why might hit pause or stop or X, whatever. But, yeah, so I turned 27 to 7 in numerology that it's a, it equals up to 9. So it's the end of a cycle. I find it funny that, you know, 27 is like... The ending point to, um, not the ending point, but it, the 27 closes out a cycle before your Saturn return starts at 28. I find it funny, and I think it's funny because nothing in the universe is by coincidence. So, numerology, all these little metaphysics tie into each other, to, you know, believe it or not. Like, if you just, like, line them all up, you start to see what things, you know... They're, they're, they're match up. So you just like, like, okay, so I'm not tripping. And I always recommend people, if you don't have your numerology report done, you could definitely get it done through me. I think I'm taking that service away because I did a few numerology reports. And, um, I did a few numerology reports in the last month. And as much as I love numerology, excuse me, as much as I love numerology, I hate I hate doing charts. Like, I can't. If you hear things in the background, my dad just got home and he was in, you know, war, bomb went off. He don't know how to uh, talk to normal people. He got to yell because he can't hear. I mean, he not. Anyway, that's neither here And then my nephew's home. And you know, when you don't raise your children right, they have no respect for, like, quiet time or anything. Neither here nor there. So... Um, yeah, 27 is like the thing of endings. And I don't know about anybody else, but I definitely have been having this feeling of like suffocation. Like, I feel like I am wanting to scream, but I can't breathe. 
Like, it's mornings where I wake up and I literally can't breathe because I feel like I'm being crushed by literally nothing but being crushed because it's like all these anxieties. Like, you know, I be 30 in three years and woo, woo woo and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and all this other stuff. So, I think my last few, I think leading up to 27, you know, I've been taught the importance of surrendering and just, you know, letting things be what they are. You know, I realized I did my body graph and I realized I am not one to initiate something. I'm the person that responded to something. And that resonated with me so well because um, when things happen or like when I make big major life changes or when I do big things in my life, there's like something in my gut to say, mm Mm-mm, mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's yes, no, I don't know. Give me a minute. So when I read that, I was just like, wow, you know, cool. That's that's what's up. So I'm, I've been living the best of my ability so far. So I've been talking for four minutes. And let's get into my nine things of, that I've learned up until 27. So my first thing is do what's best for you. Fuck how people feel. Now when I say fuck how people feel, I didn't I do not really mean be out here just be malicious and mean to people because that's just the opposite. That's just like creating a whole nother can of worms. Like, you know, hurt people hurt people. So you're creating like I don't think people understand like the 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 um the ripple effect of their actions. Like, you know, hurt people hurt people. You hurt people then they hurt somebody else, and then they hurt somebody else. So it's just like, you know, be mindful of the things and how you treat people because that shit, it tr- it trinkles. Like, it trinkles in the real world? I don't, trickles. I think it's trickles. Don't mind me. I've been out of school for a while. I don't know if I'm completely there with words anymore. And I've learned that by, like, you know, I've used to be, like, a people pleaser and I usually just, because I just hate conflict. Even now, at, you know, 26 and 11 months, I used to be like a major people pleaser. Like, I just want the people please all the fucking time. If that means no conflict, you know, just, just everything's just peachy keen and love and light. I will listen. If you want my goddamn kidney, you can have it if it keep you to shut the fuck up. Because I just don't do conflict. But I think realizing the 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 anatomy of like who humans are conflict is inadmirable if i pronounce that wrong y'all know i got braces so don't even start to get cute with shit if you cringe then cool but i think that's just because of how humans are conflict is always going to be a thing like so do you know do what's best for you like no one is really like going to like challenge you if you do what's best for you like the, yeah they're gonna buck up and talk shit behind your back but no one's really gonna kick in your door and be like hey sis this bothered me and then when they say it bothered them then it's time to figure out why are they taking your action so personal you know a lot of the things we do are based on our realities if you know five you're if you're, if you're around five different people you are involved in six different realities including your own Wow. Gunshots. Cool. Gotta love DC, man. And, um, yeah, that just really just threw me out. Um, 
I lost my cousin to gun violence. So, like, anytime I hear gunshots, I really just, like, zone out. Because it's, like, it's so senseless and unnecessary. And, like, I remember his funeral and being there and, like, seeing him. But it's so crazy how, like, once the, the soul exits the body, it's really nothing but flesh. So, I seen his body, but he wasn't there. So, it was, like, I couldn't even recognize. But... It's painful because, you know, my family said that we all sat in the middle and, you know, we, we saw the body and we was just staring. And the pastor was just like, you know, if family greet each other, talk to one another. You know, I know this is the first time y'all seen each other in, in probably a long time. And we just could not because we shouldn't be here. Like, death to an illness, death to natural causes still hurts, but it's it's the way of life. Whereas gun violence, somebody deliberately made a decision to take somebody's life. And we had to come down to this, this, this church on a Monday when we could have been anywhere else doing whatever. And we're here. I, I still don't know how to, like, process that. But um, back to the topic I had doing what's best for you like you know it's different realities and you can't cater to everyone reality if you do you just end up looking like boo-boo the goddamn fool if anybody ever figure out who the hell boo-boo is let me know because we've been saying this shit for years and we still don't know who boo-boo is but um yeah you, you you're you can't you know, manipulate other people's realities. You can only be a part of it. And however they view you is how they view you. And however they handle their reality is how they handle it. You're only responsible for you. So I often talk about on this on this podcast, fault and responsibility. Like, you know, it might be someone's fault, but it's your responsibility to do hell or do anything after that. So moving forward, I'm just like, I make I'm very mindful all of these nine steps all these nine things I've learned has just been as a whole to remind me to be mindful of like everything do nothing without attention like and I realize that's a lot of reason why like the things I do even if people view it as harmful being harmful was my wasn't my intention my intention was to be heard my attention is for you to, like, if I have to, I hate to say it, if I'm speaking to you, I'm someone who don't like conflict. So I definitely go in with the, like, you know, I'm Jon Snow with the shit. I want to talk the shit out. I don't want to buck up on you. But I would come in trying to have a conversation with you. If I have a problem or something bothers me, I'm going to have a conversation. Now, when I start the wild out, I just want you to know this is, since you don't understand me being peaceful, let me just buck on you. And then that's just what it is. And, but the thing that people be like, and this is, okay. So when I buck on people, I just want people to understand that once you get me to the point where I want to, like, I have to become, become conversational, whatever the issue is, no matter what the outcome may be, we would never be on the same terms again. Like there's a threshold. Once I start the buck, you cross a threshold that can never be uncrossed. So even after I buck up on you and we even, you know. I'm sorry, you guys. I don't know what the hell happened. 
But, um, yeah, somebody called me from some big wild ass number. So we just gonna go ahead and put that shit on Do Not Disturb because that really just like blew the hell out of me. I hate when people call me, but then I also hate when people call me definitely from an unsafe number because why do you even have access to this? Anyways, neither here nor there. So, yeah, it's just like a certain threshold. So even if we just agree to like, you know, we agree, whatever. I pretty much, regardless of how whatever discussion we have, you're pretty much, you know, not dead to me, but it's whatever. So the second thing is allowance and acceptance are two different things. And, um, yeah, uh, yikes. I don't even know how to process. Okay, so acceptance and allowance. I can accept how somebody is. That's the reason why, like, a lot of things just really don't bother me. Excuse me, I had to burp. <laughs> it's the reason why I skip, like, a lot of acceptance. Backtrack. Okay, acceptance is really just, like, you know, this is who somebody is. And, like, you know, this is how they handle it. So, this is how they govern it. So, this is how they govern their emotions. Yada, yada, yada. And allowing for me is, like... I accept that you're a toxic person, but I'm not going to allow you to be toxic to me. I'm not going to allow you into my life. So that's why I'm like, I let this allowance is two different things. People tend to get them confused because I noticed that like once you accept somebody as they are, they feel like they got over on you or they can get over on you. And then they come to you with that same energy. And then they be all types of confused when there's some resistance or there's a fucking no. Why? Like, I accept that you're a bad person and I do whatever I have to do to, to protect myself, but I'm not about to allow you to treat me any type of way because I just want you to know at any given time on this good God earth, we can go. Like, we can really go at it. And I noticed, like, you know, I experienced this with my relationship with my father because my father is just, I don't even want to say he's a toxic person, but whatever he has learned and experienced over his lifetime has contri- has contributed to him being somebody that personally, if I did not live in this house, I probably wouldn't interact with him outside of like business aspect because of terrible life my father is in other aspects. He's a great businessman. So, yeah, I probably like my dad is probably like, whew, I don't even want to talk about that, but. I accept that this is who who he is. And my father has this thing where he likes to throw tantrums to get what he wants. And I'm like, okay, cool. You could throw a tantrum, but what you're not about to do is throw a tantrum with me. And, you know, my father has this thing. He likes to talk sideways out of his mouth. But anytime somebody apply pressure, he back down. So I accept that, you know, he likes to buck up sometimes, but I'm not allowing it. When you dealing with me, you gonna act like you gonna act like you got some sense, because I'm still I'm your daughter, but I'm very much grown, and that's the thing. Like you know, when we did when we interact with our parents, we have this whole thing of like you know that's still my mom, that's still my dad. You know I gotta be respectful. You're also two grown ass adults. That's just the reality of it. So um, yeah, acceptance and allow is not the same. That's number two. You gonna take L's, number three. I chose number three for you gonna take L's because three is like the old joy and creativity number, do 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 do, love and light, da 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 da. But 
you're going to take L's. And I'm learning that. Like, I've taken L's. The thing about my L's, my L's have been, like, a ripple effect as well. I can definitely go down the line of, like, where one thing started and it just trickled right on down to now. And I started my own business the end of December. And I have made hella mistakes that have, like, really kicked me in the head financially. And I'm just like, you know, part of me is just like, your girl, do you know what we could do with that cash right now if we had it? But at the same time, I'm just like, oh, all right. Well, I guess I guess this is what we're doing. You know, I took these L's and I'm going to bounce the fuck back because, why? I mean, I ain't dead. I ain't going to die. Like, you taking L's doesn't mean, you know, the world's at the end. It just means... You know, rerouting. You know, like, when you drive somewhere and, like, Google be on this bullshit and they be, like, rerouting for, like, 12, 20 minutes. Just rerouting. We don't know what, you know, the destination could have changed. Things change. You could, I'm not going to just to number nine yet. But, yeah, you're going to take L's, and it's cool. You ain't dead. You ain't die. I mean, that's how I view it every time I take an L. Like, is this something that I cannot bounce back from? Only way I cannot bounce back from something, if it's something, if it is... Ugh, uh, uh, I just completely lost my train of thought. The only way I could break, bounce back for something. Mm, Jesus Christ, y'all be patient with me. The only way I can not back back, bounce back for something, is if I'm dead. There we go. <sighs> Jesus, I don't know where my energy just went to. I'm like. Experiencing extreme anxiety, like I can't stop touching my face, my hair, my oh my god. Anyway, people gotta have a life too. Is number four. So I'm someone who definitely view my family as like my close knit friends, like the people I talk to every day, the people I surround myself with, the people that I share blood with on my father's side. I don't consider family. The people I share blood with on my mother's side are definitely my family. Um and People got to have a life, too. I notice I could be very needy, quote-unquote. You know, I just have needs that I feel like it's too much, but it's not necessarily too much, but I feel like when my needs go unmet, that, you know, I'm unlovable, I'm unwanted, I'm die. When it's just people are, once again, experiencing their own realities, and they have their priorities, and because, you know, their realities, one thing right now doesn't mean in the future that, you know, they won't come to your age, and your aid and I have a habit of like suffocating and then like only reaching out when I'm at like the the end like my break I only reach out when I'm at my breaking point I never reach out up to the build up it's only when I'm at my breaking point so I just learned that people got to have a life too and like you know even if the you know your ride or dies are not available to you at that moment it's just because they're experiencing their own reality it's cool now if somebody's constantly just like shoving you off then you need to reevaluate that person's um position in your life but it's just what it is you know there's 7 billion people on this on this earth there's 7 billion realities happening at the same damn time imagine so, number five. Five is my favorite number. One plus four equals five. Everything in my life comes out the five. Oshun number is five. I mean, just a glory number. And number five is tell people how you feel when you feel it. I notice that a lot of my inner anger, my inner feelings, my inner turmoil, 
turmoil comes from people just, you know, how can I put it? My inner turmoil has come from I didn't say how I felt when I felt it. And then, like, even when I come back to and say it like three years later, or not three years later, three days later, it still doesn't give me the relief that it would have if I just said it when I, when it needed to be said. And I know, like, emotional being vulnerable is, like, one of those things that you're just like, you know, I can never be vulnerable, da-da-da-da. And I watched the Bernine, Brene, she got an accent over her E. And I was just like, yikes. But I was watching her uh, Netflix special. And, you know, she had clarified that vulnerability is like, you know, uncomfortable, uncertain, risk, and something else. And telling people how you feel, there's a risk because your feelings aren't just like, you know, things that's just not important. Your feelings mean a lot to you. So to sit there and be vulnerable to someone who may or may not respond the way you want to, that's a big ass risk. I'll take my chances of doing open heart surgery with never going to doctor school without having a degree or any type of just like license or anything before being vulnerable. And I'm actually working on that. And I realized that, you know, I have to be okay with things not coming out the way I want it to come out. I think that's why we fear vulnerability because we have no, no, uh, we have no, shit, what's the word? We have no control. There we go. We have no control over the outcome. And I really just, I enjoy being vulnerable though to people who appreciate it. I enjoy being vulnerable and I realize that like, I can be more vulnerable if I trusted people more. And my lack of trust in people is because sometimes I lack of trust myself. I'm the, I don't feel like I'm the best person to choose who's in my life. Like, I have had, I've experienced people where I'm trying to figure out how did they get in my life so they can, you know, do these things to me. So that just, you know, sits in the depths of my soul because... I just have to tell people how I feel when I feel it. Like, even now with my birthday coming and, like, how I feel about my birthday, if I'd have said something, like, months ago, I wouldn't feel this way because mainly I feel this way because I just wanted my birthday to happen so bad. I just wanted to be in one place with the people I love, bringing in my 27th birthday. And that may happen. That may not happen. But regardless, I'm taking my ass up to where I'm going and being in the fucking woods as the earthly person I am. I always tell people my birthday, like my my legit birthday is in June. But if we had to actually look at my chart as a whole and place me into one side, you'll place, you'll place me into Virgo. Because I'm very Virgo-esque. My friends call me Virgo adjacent. Like, I literally be call, claiming that I'm a Virgo. And people are like, when your birthday? And I have made up a whole birthday, which is Oshun's feast day. For that simple fact. Call me crazy. Call me whatever. But, you know, not like, you know, anything's going to happen. So, um, yeah. So, tell people how you feel when you feel it. That's number five. So, I suffer from anxiety and depression. And I notice this because I be living 35 years in the future, like right now. And then I be living three days in the past at the same time. I kind of understand why I experience anxiety the way I do. Because I be everywhere except for the present. 
And like I like to plan things, so I'm a like I'll plan. If I could plan every day of my life for the next sixty years, that would be perfect. That would be the perfect experience for me. But I can't. So now what I do, I just take a twenty. Like I had, I have like probably seven, nine different planners, and I don't use none of them. Cause as much as I enjoy planning, that should give me anxiety when I plan something that doesn't go as a wish plan. So what I do, I have a nice little pretty blue note. No, excuse me. These burps, I don't know what the hell I drunk or what is going on in this tummy of mine, but yikes. I have a notebook, a pretty notebook with one pen, and I just jot shit down at this point. Like, the next 24 hours, these top three things need to get done. These two, these two other things could get done. Sixty seconds. I just do twenty four hours at a time. If it's more than twenty four hours, I put it in my Google Calendar, set a reminder, keep it moving. Because honestly, planning for three months from now, God forbid, I might not. You know, God forbid, I might not be here three months from now. So I didn't get myself anxiety about a fucking experience. I'm not even gonna be here to experience. I'm off that. So twenty four hours in advance goes into my notebook. Anything outside of twenty four hours. You know, go on Google Calendar. I share my calendar with my friends. I, my friends share their calendar with me. That is how you know I love you. When I ask you, can I see your Google Calendar? That is because I love you. And therefore, if I want to spend time with you, you can't tell me no because I've analyzed your schedule. And I know at this time, you have nothing planned. And I just want to say that, you know, I believe in scheduling me time. I do bullet journaling and it's so relaxing because it's like... I like to be able to actually see myself on paper. Despite the fact that I'm struggling with writing right now, I like to see myself on paper. So, um, I bullet journal and like having a list of me times or how long it's taking all this other stuff, it's wonderful. Like, and I schedule me time. And if you look at my schedule and say like, girl, you ain't doing nothing. Me time is unnecessary. Just like me going to get my vagina checked, get my breast exam, get my teeth clean, you know, handling all my business. Me time is me handling my business. So take it 24 hours at a time. Number seven. Did I do nine already? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wait, I know I'm lying. Y'all don't got my glasses on. Hold up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I did not do nine. Jesus, Tyrone, Christ. Yikes. I don't know what number nine going to be, y'all. So we, we cross that bridge when we get there. Number. Shit. I can't count today. I don't got my glasses on. That's why. Number seven. Be honest with yourself. Man, listen, I noticed that a lot of shit that I've gotten myself into is because I, my ego would not allow me to be honest with myself. If I just, just, just chucked the shit up to whatever feeling I was feeling long, if it was honest and dealt with it, then, then deal with it. Like, I feel like being honest with ourselves eliminates so much because being honest with yourself gives you courage. And when you have courage, you have 
the possibility of doing whatever you need to do in that moment to get out that moment. You know, I just, when I'm honest, like, I'm on a high and I can't come down until it's complete. So when I'm honest with self, every, once again, everything in life, there's a domino effect, there's a ripple effect. So when I'm honest with myself, I have to act on it and it requires me to show up and be present and deal with the things at hand. I encourage people not to, not to be, I encourage people to be honest with themselves because it's just like, if you can't, like, if you, if you don't be honest with anybody else, you deserve to be honest to yourself. It's being honest with yourself save you from so much. And even like when you don't like to hear things from other people, like when people call you out on your shit. Being honest with yourself eliminates a lot of that because once you're honest with yourself, no matter what anybody says about you, no matter what they say, it's never going to hurt because, oh, it's not never going to hurt. It's not going to feel as discomfort. It's not going to bring discomfort because you have been honest with yourself and been honest with yourself. You just accept it. You probably have done some fucked up things to people in the past and you know they're fucked up. And but you have you you were honest about it and you accepted it, so it's just like, you know, you're trying to use this to hurt me, and I've made peace with it. So you know, I'm at the point where I'm completely honest about how I feel. I'll tell your ass yes, I'll tell your ass, I'll tell your ass no, and I'm on it, and that's because I've actually went to the you know I went to the mat on myself. It was like, hey, bitch, now you know we don't want to be bothered today, so I don't know. What you feeling, but we we not saying yes to anything. Just just be honest with yourself. Number eight, which is probably number nine. No, we just gonna make it number eight. But it was supposed to be number nine because it got the number nine energy. Um, you could change your mind, and no one's going to beat your ass. So I had this thing like people like consistency, consistency. And I'm like, I'm not a really flighty person, but my, my, my work ethic and my attention span, I'm constantly moving, constantly moving, constantly moving. So, and I go through my moods, not my moods, but I go through things and like, you know, once I'm in that moment, it might not feel like a, like what I thought it was going to feel. And I tell people all the time, like, you can change your mind at any moment and nobody's going to beat your ass. You could decide, like, if you're an, if you're an undergrad right now, you have a major, and you know, like, you was you was happy about this manager, and you realize that you got into it and some shit. Change your major. Who gonna beat your ass? I always say that. Who, like, you know, I got it from Nona. You could change your mind, and who gonna beat your ass? Nobody. Entirely, no one. Because can't nobody call you on it. Cause. I feel like for me, when people, in order for you to call me out on my shit, you got to call yourself on yours first. You can't say shit about me if you can't say it about yourself. So that's how I handle it. Like, you know, I change my mind at any moment. And I know people be like, you're confusing. It's not even that. It's just a simple fact that, you know, it it it, it builds off the step before, which is, which is being honest with myself. If I change my mind, it's probably because I wasn't completely honest in the moment where I made that decision. And after being reflect, like after having reflection and dealing with it, I realized that my answer is something completely different and I could change my mind. 
Like, you know, if you don't like me because I changed my mind or, you know, I have the ability to change my mind without answering anybody. Oh, now I know what number nine is. Uh, the fact that I could change my mind without answering anybody, you know, it's my right. It's my, you know, I'm alive. Like, I am a fully operating human. I'm grown as fuck. I'm going to change my mind whenever I feel like it. And you can't tell me anything otherwise. Like, nobody's going to beat my ass. Which is why, like, you know, you be like, you know, sometimes in your mind, you feel like you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. But I just, all these things that I learned, I just realized, if I don't stick to these Whatever the opposite I decide, it's just going to make shit miserable for me. So I have to keep these things, you know, close to my heart. Because if not, I'm going to be fucking miserable. And it's really fucked up trying to people please people. And they're happy and you're fucking miserable. Because no one's going to care for you like you care for you. I know he was like, you know, I want to, you know, have love and experience love and all this other stuff. And I'm not one of those people like, you know, no one's could love you until you love yourself. But people learn how to treat you based on how you treat yourself, whether you're intentional with it or not. And that comes down to allowance and acceptance. Like, you know, if dude sitting there playing games with you, it's because he thought he could play games with you. Now, if you allow him to play games with you, then he going to play games. But if you sit there and tell his ass, this ain't it, bro, like, chill the fuck out. He could even do one or two things. He could chill the fuck out. Or he could get the fuck. And that's, you know, even now, if you are allowing people to rock over you and they're used to this, this has been a constant, a constant habit. At this moment, you could literally be like, nah, bro, I did all that. All that's dead. Cut all that out. Oh, you don't want to cut none of that out? Okay, cool. Bet. I'm done. As simple as that. You could just, you are fully in control of your life. Life is really how you respond to things. It's making a choice. Everybody, you know, I was speaking on my IG story. I like to write. And I was saying that, you know, people ask me how to heal. And I tell people there's no spell to heal. There's no crystal. There's like no tarot card reading. How you heal. All of these things are tools. They're not the actual work. How you heal is how you make a choice. You make a choice and you stick to it. And I know you're like, bitch, you just said you could change your mind at any moment. You can. You can make the choice to heal and then decide you don't want to heal. You are completely up. You know, you have that autonomy. But I'm saying that how you heal is you make a choice to heal and you stick to that. You live authentically for yourself. No matter how people feel. Because I hate to say is that, you know, when we don't live authentically, we we internalize all these experiences and then we be sick, ready to go in the grave. And the people that, you know, have done things to us are just walking around being free and shit. I'm not, I don't want to be in the grave and then got to come back and do this shit all over again because I decided I wanted to be a people pleaser and I didn't want to heal. Like, when you heal yourself, you heal generations before. I see like... The, the work I've done and how I've projected that onto my nieces and how my nieces are like, you know, being like my nieces, despite their relationships with their parents or whatever, they don't give a damn who it is. You're going to respect them. If you don't respect them, they don't respect you. Mom, child, elder, whoever. 
They keep the same energy across the board. And I think I knew what number nine was going to be, but I completely forgot it. So I guess that was more for me and not for y'all. So number nine is honestly just, just, just do what the fuck you want. I guess that's the same as number one, but just you know, be live authentically. I guess that we can make that number nine. You know, live authentically. I think when I'm my honest and most authentic self, I get the best feedback. I feel my best. You know, I doesn't. I don't feel a sluggish. It's just I just feel so wholesome. You know, accepting who I am and accepting that despite the fact that people love me and that I literally generate life. Like to be around me, you you feel attached to me, you're drawn to me. And I love having that power, but I still have a responsibility to myself. And that is why I'm an introvert. Shout out to Naya, who's like my INFJ twin. And as you if you ever met Naya, she has a podcast called the Composition Podcast. And if you ever met Naya, she's a fucking beast. She's great. She's a great friend. She does a lot. Like, she does a lot with her friends. If you see Naya on social media, she's always on the go, on the move. But she's still very much an INFJ. And when she went her downtown, she went her downtime. And I live authentically to that. Like, I'm pretty sure after my birthday. Excuse me, me and these burps. After my birthday, I'm pretty sure that I probably believe, I probably be still public. But you'll probably see my content being more intentional. Like, I'm slowly mastering the art of saying a lot by saying nothing. And that's because I realized my my thing with social media is that I feel like I overshare. To say, and I feel like that was my fear with vulnerabilities, that I overshare to avoid being vulnerable. Because therefore, people be like, um, you know... People would be, I could sit there and say, yeah, I'm cool with being vulnerable. But then I learned vulnerable has been uncertain and being at risk. And I'm just like, well, yeah, I'm not cool with it. So let me just, just, it's just something I feel like even though social media is a great too, I'm still at 26, you'll think, be like, bitch, you know the auditors of social media? Um, no, because social media, the internet is still weird to me because even though we have like things like FaceTime and all these other things, it's still people out here that's like real ass psychos. Like, I don't, I'm not shaming anybody that does it, that comment on people, on people, Instagram posts, because some people might actually read their comments, but it's some people like, I'm speaking to the people who actually leave like hate messages on people posts. What? Why? But fucking why? Like that shit doesn't make any sense. Nine times out of 10, they even want to respond to you or they're going to block your ass. And now you really big mad because they blocked you. A whole fucking situation for like, it's just weird. It's just, it's just, it just blows my goddamn mind. But I realized that I struggle with social media. It's because I overshare or I feel like I give too much or I'm constantly thinking about how it's going to be received. And currently I got like 450 followers. So I can't dictate my mind for 450 people to experience something like I can't say how they're gonna experience it I just know what my intention was so that is where I'm at with it 
I'll probably come do an episode after my birthday and after the experience of my birthday. I made a vow to myself today because it's coming down to the last 30 days of my birthday. And I'm, I don't want nothing else to do with my birthday, to be honest. Um, Come the 13th, if you at the meetup point, you at the meetup point. We're going to ride out. If you're not, it's cool. I still love you. It's nothing personal. People make their own decisions. But, yeah, I'm going to have a blast on my birthday. And that's what I'm speaking. I'm going to have a terrific time on my birthday. Even if I just sit my ass on the couch and binge watch Teen Mom or some shit. I'm going to have a ball. I'm going down to the lake. I'm going on a hike. I'm going to have the braids that I want. And then this summer, I'm taking the summer off. And I know it's like, bitch, you just started your business. And you just did all these things. Why are you taking the summer off? I noticed that when Beyonce hit her Saturn return, sis was like, fuck all this. I'm out. And she went and she went to experience and enjoy life. She went to experience and enjoy life. I feel like Nona said it on the Composition Podcast, like, I feel like the only way I can only get a grasp on my not my reality, the grass on my life. If I actually just really throw this shit at the wall and just, just let it be and just go out and just build from the ground up. Like, all this shit is nice and it's wonderful and it's pretty. And I have all these accomplishments and shit, but I don't really care for any of it. And at 27, I've done... What I was quote unquote supposed to do. Not 27 sheets. I'm quite claiming already. But at 27, I've done what I was quote unquote supposed to do. I've, you know, I've lived according to my parents. I've experienced misery. I've experienced loss. I've experienced, you know, self-doubt. I've experienced all these things. And they have, you know, made me who I am today. But I'm really ready to experience life for me. So, you know, I'm throwing all these things at the wall. I'm walking away from my business. I'm not walking away from my business as the, as the fact that, like, you know, I'm just going to shut down my site. My site going to still be open. I'm still be working. But everything's going to be more intentional. I guess that's number nine. You know, we did change number nine like 69 times. Being more intentional with my actions and things. Like, there's things I still want to experience. I have this feeling that though I'm turning 27, I'm turning 50, and I have to remind myself that I have time. If I ask the Lord, if I ask God to give me, I shall receive. And I ask God, you know, for time for me to live fully. I want to live out my last three years in my 20s fully. There's are things I really just want to experience. I love being in such a serious mood because I just want to experience. I want to experience the good and the bad as long as they're there's the experience so i think that's it i will be back after i turn 27 so i just want to say that i love y'all if you listen to this whole podcast you a real one if you listen to this whole podcast you probably follow me on instagram and if you follow me on instagram venusia honey drop a honey pot emoji in my dm and I might have a gift for you from Venusia Honey. That might be my thing. If you listen to this whole thing, you just might get some Venusia Honey stuff in the mail. I love you guys. 
I wanted to say something like, you're my moon and my stars, but I feel like that's going to be lying because I love y'all for giving me the space to, there we go. I love y'all because y'all gave me the space to express and be creative and, you know, I help others by being myself. So I love y'all. Make sure you drink water this week, you know, take these 9, 10, 11 things. Who know what the hell I didn't said at this point. Take these days with you as you go. These are my lessons up until 27. Bye.